Welcome to the Martin Bailey Photography Podcast, sponsored by WebSpy. It's October 12, 2010, and this is episode 263. I've spent the last few days getting used to the breathing colour live canvas and timeless laminate system, and today I share my thoughts with some tips for using the system yourself. There's a lot to keep in mind when using this system, especially when laminating your prints, as this can be so far incredibly tricky. I'm pretty much on top of the process now after a couple of days of experimentation, but it wasn't all rosy. Now here are my first impressions, warts and all. Before we jump into the main topic, I would like to quickly thank our sponsors, WebSpy, the internet monitoring analysis and reporting specialist. If you have a Twitter account, please go to blog.martinbaileyphotography.com and click on the text link beneath the WebSpy tile to the right. That will automatically tweet the message thanks to at WebSpy for sponsoring the at Martin Bailey Photography Podcast to show your support for the podcast. To find out more about WebSpy and their products, go to webspy.com MVP and use the discount code MVPWSY for a 10% discount on anything that you buy. So first of all, I should tell you why I chose the live canvas and timeless laminate for my canvas wraps. And these will be the canvas wraps that I use for my December exhibition here in Tokyo, as well as to make portrait photographs available to customers in the near future. You will probably remember that in episode 257, I showed you how to actually put a gallery wrap together using the Harney Muley system. It's no secret that I love Harney Muley paper too, but I cannot get the Harney Muley protective spray here in Japan, and so I started to look for an alternative. Our friend in the MVP community, Landon Michelson, has had great results with the Breathing Colour Glamour laminate, and so I decided to look into Breathing Colour products. I chose the live canvas over the previous canvases because it's newer, and they claim it to have a wider dynamic range or colour gamut. The first thing that I did before printing the canvases, of course, was to profile it using the X-Rite i1 Extreme color calibration system. And when I soft-proofed my images before printing using that profile, there are very few of the images that even need any work to get them to look just the way that they do on the screen, uh, you know, when they're printed out on the live canvas. And this is even those difficult bright greens and deep reds uh, or very vivid reds. Having said that, you know, the, the Harney Muley's Daguerre canvas was also incredible, um, very good. Um, probably the live canvas beats it a little, uh, but the biggest thing here is that the live canvas is cheaper and it has the benefit of the availability of timeless laminate, which was made to match this canvas. So my decision made I placed a relatively large order with Breathing Colour. I had problems creating an account because their system does not accept Japan um, format postcodes, but I was able to order relatively painlessly by email and my order arrived about a week later by FedEx. Here's a photo uh, on my blog this will be and in the uh, the iTunes, if you're, looking at, if you're listening to the Enhanced Podcast, this will be in iTunes as well. But here's a photo 
uh, of the consignment. So you can probably see that I was banking a lot on this system working for me. There's a lot of stuff that I had in this first, first order. What you'll need to apply your timeless laminate is a flat surface, a, a plastic spoon or something to stir the laminate in the gallon bucket with and a measuring jug. You should also use something like a ladle or something to remove the laminate from the bucket into your measuring jug and you should only take out as much as you need and not return any unused laminate to the bucket afterwards. My work table is slightly narrower or there's, you know, I open up, it's a double top thing. And when I open it up, there's a groove down the middle and that groove is slightly narrower than the width of a 24 inch wide canvas print. So I bought a piece of acrylic board as my flat surface and I've covered that in thin plastic, like the stuff that painters use to cover furniture and etc. This is about $15 for 200 meters. So you can change it out when it gets messed up and you know don't have to worry too much about the expense. Once I'd got everything that I needed together and my canvas uh, on the workbench, I was all fired up to get ready to create my first masterpiece. Um, I, I have to admit though, as I started to work with the system, it got very frustrating very quickly. You can see the two canvas prints that I did for my first attempt in this next photo. And I started with a, a smaller black and white lotus flower print. And I have to tell you, this first one was a disaster. I poured a puddle of timeless laminate, one quarter the area of the image, right onto the image there as per instructions. And I started to spread it out with the roller. It soon became obvious that this was way too much. And I was spreading, as I was spreading it out, it started to congeal and stick to the roller first in small clumps and then in like entire layers. I ended up scraping this off and throwing it out, wasting a good amount of the laminate. Having reapplied a layer of the laminate, I got a few small flakes again and decided that this canvas was ruined. I took it downstairs and placed it in uh, on the, the, the floor in my spare room just to see what it did look like uh, when it had you know, dried out. Um, but then I went back to the studio uh, to basically to try a second. I didn't have the heart to practice on my second, on, on the second print that I just showed you, the mother and child snow monkey print. So I used a test print uh, on the live canvas and results were pretty much the same. And I ended up screwing that up and um, didn't even bother to, um, to, to dry it out. I just threw it out. These problems may be caused to a degree by the temperature uh, or humidity, but they were both, you know, well within the ranges that Breathing Colour set out for the application of Timeless. And you, you, you know, you might not have a, such a hard time as I have if you have a different conditions, but I was really struggling initially. At the end of my first, first day, I mailed Breathing Colour for advice but it was a holiday in the US yesterday, so I didn't get a reply before I started my second working day, um, you know, trying to figure out the process. I did get a reply before I started to record this podcast, telling me that we'll be speaking later to try to, you know, the, the guys will be trying to help me with my problems. But that will be after I've recorded this podcast later tonight. Um, I'll be sure to update you on anything that I learned to improve the process later on. But for now, let's just steam ahead with my experiences. 
In my first few attempts to apply the laminate, I noticed a few things that started to improve my process. So we'll touch on these now. Firstly, the peeling and flaking uh, on, of, the, you know, of the timeless laminate as I rolled was made worse by the canvas sticking to the roller and lifting up as I rolled. To prevent this from happening, I started to tape the corners of the canvas to the table before I started to apply the laminate. The corners will be cut away later on, so this is not a big deal that these won't be laminated. I found that taping the corners down did help with the rolling, but the congealing, uh, those flakes didn't stop. I also decided to ignore the breathing colour advice to pour a puddle of timeless onto the print that is about a quarter the area of the print. You want, so far in my experience, you want a much smaller puddle to start with. I found that about 60 to 7 cc was enough to laminate a 20, 24 by 34 inch canvas for a 20 by 30 inch gallery wrap. As you start to roll out the laminate though, keep your measuring jug or you know, you know, the, whatever you have your, your laminate in close by and add more as necessary but not too much. You'll want to roll this first layer out very quickly in all directions. Your aim is to get a layer of laminate onto the canvas and then once you have the entire canvas covered, roll in vertical action across the entire canvas and then horizontally, maybe twice each in each direction, then stop. If you roll for more than a minute or so, you'll start to get white flakes of congealed laminate uh, that form on the roller and they'll stick to the surface of the canvas, which is not good. If you start to see these flakes of timeless, you know, through rolling too much, stop right there. Any more rolling will make it worse. I've come to the conclusion that, at least under the conditions in which I'm working, you can only apply one or two layers of the timeless laminate with one clean roller. Um, this might be something that I update later, and I hope it is, but you know, make, make sure that you buy some spare rollers and the moment that you start to see the white flakes on the surface, if you're quick, you can remove them with your finger and then re-roll with a clean roller. It took me four canvases before I was able to successfully coat a print without any real problems, but I'm not sure right now that I applied enough laminate. When I peeled the tape off the corners though, I could see that there was a nice coating of laminate applied. So I'm optimistic that I'll be okay. And if what I've learned and my process is correct, then it will have actually been pretty easy, although, you know, not very similar to the rolling process that Breathing Colour show in their video. When the fourth canvas dried though, it looked great and I'm looking forward to seeing how crack resistant it is when I stretch it onto the stretcher bars to make the gallery wrap. There certainly was a, a complete layer, there were no gaps at all, there was a complete layer of the timeless on the, the canvas, so if it's worked well, then it was a total of like one minute of frantic rolling, three minutes waiting, and then one more minute of careful rolling. I didn't see any bubbles, probably because I didn't have enough of the laminate on it for them to form, but if it's strong and crack resistant, then what the hey, I'll let you know how I got on with this later on after I've created the gallery wrap, but if it's worked, it's worked. 
If you do screw up totally and get these flakes everywhere, use a flexible silicone spatula or you know a, a, a rubbery sort of spatula, uh, like the ones that you, you might use in the kitchen, and scrape off the layer of timeless. I'm not sure what Breathing Colour would have to say about this, but if the spatula is smooth, it won't hurt the print, but the timeless needs to come off. And you're, you can then start with a fresh layer before the laminate that has sunk into the canvas already starts to dry. Once you have that first layer applied, again, this has to be done very quickly in less than a minute or so. Wait for about three minutes, walk away and ignore it. And once you've waited the three minutes, go back and roll a little more. The breathing color instructions and videos say that you should start to see bubbles that start to appear on, you know, on the top of the canvas in the laminate. But out of the four canvases that I've done so far, I've not seen bubbles on the first application, which is why I think that the canvas, you know, that I've stopped after one application um, and probably, you know, I probably don't have enough laminate applied, but that's what you should see. Breathing colors say that quite often you'll only need one coat of timeless, although you can apply more. At this point in time, I'm going to try with just the one from now on, but if the canvas cracks when I stretch it onto the stretcher bars, I'll have to continue on and apply a second or even a third coat. I'll, I'll know if this is the answer because three of my current four canvases that need to be stretched had three coats. One actually had five because I, uh, the third coat messed up with the flakes. Um, and so I had to scrape it off and start again. If you have to do multiple coats, Breathing Color recommends that you wait about 15 to 20 minutes between each application. And I found this to be about right in my first attempts. I do start to get bubbles in the laminate. Uh, if you, I've, I'll put a, a photo of these as well uh, on the blog and in the, in the Enhanced Podcast. But if you do um, do a second application, then uh, you know, you'll start to see the bubbles. And this is why I'm thinking that that's probably the right amount of laminate. But I'm going to, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm going to try them before uh, one, one coat and then three coats. I've got a specimen of both. I'll try them and report back how I, how I get on with that. But the bubble do start to appear um, as I stop my first sort of frantic minute of, of rolling. And then I start to wait for that three minutes. Uh, on the second coat, I do see bubbles. Many of them burst during the three minutes, leaving little craters. But the craters and bubbles that remain are smoothed over as you start to roll again. And this second rolling after the wait, again, cannot be too long, at least in my experience so far. The breathing color video says that you might need to roll for up to 30 minutes to get the, the surface smooth. But in my experience so far, this just isn't possible. So these are the things that I've learned so far. And I'll, I'll st I'm still very much trying to get the hang of the process. So please take this week's episode more as a work in progress report than a foregone conclusion. I will get back to you if Breathing Colour have more advice on the process. And if, you know, after doing um, four canvases now, as long as my fourth that I only gave one coat stretches onto the frame without cracking, then I think I've cracked the process. The key things to remember are 
Tape the corners of the canvas down to stop it from lifting while rolling. Apply a puddle of laminate and have more handy, uh, but make sure that the puddle's relatively small, not a quarter of the area. Spread the laminate quickly, randomly at first, until you fully cover the canvas. Then roll the entire canvas horizontally and then, you know, and vertically in each direction, um, but only twice each direction without applying any downward pressure on the roller. Um, just use the weight of the roller, but then stop. This first rolling should take less than a minute. Wait three minutes and then roll a little bit more. Use a fresh roller for each canvas wrap. Never do more than two applications or layers with one fresh roller. Wash out your rollers and use them again, but you, you'll need some spares to work quickly. So these are my key takeaways from two days of getting used to the process. I'll update this list in a future episode as I refine my process or as Breathing Colour can offer any advice to improve on the process. I mentioned earlier that I allowed my first failed canvas to dry and I was pleased to see that the first black and white lotus flower canvas that I had given up on did calm down quite a bit after it got totally dry, after it had sort of totally dried out. I had given up on this first canvas and was ready to throw it out, but I'm glad that I gave it time to dry as this showed me that I didn't need to get the application of the laminate totally perfect for it to still look pretty good when dry. I tried to give it a, a you know, this first attempt another couple of coats to try and fill in some of the ripples that and the grooves that were left in the first coat. This didn't really work out and certainly wouldn't be possible to sell this to a customer, but I'm going to keep it on to one side for now. And if I get time to redo this piece for the exhibition, then I will. If not, it might just be good enough um, if people are viewing from a distance, but I'm pretty sure I'll, I'll make the time to replace it. Before we finish, I would like to say that on these smaller samples where I, I simply just applied a rough coat of timeless laminate, the dried product was flawless and I, I did a test to see how tough it was. It didn't crease when I, uh, when I sort of you know, really bent it over and pinched it. And when I tried scratching the surface of the canvas with my fingernail, although it came up white for a while, um, when I, you know, you might not want to listen to this, but when I licked my finger and sort of rubbed over the, the same area, it cleared right up. So, you know, it, it dried instantly as well, and I couldn't even tell that I'd scuffed it up in the first place. I should also note that this is, you know, this is quite important. Um, this is exactly the reason why you do need to laminate canvas print. The Hanemuli canvas wraps that I created and shared with you in episode 257 cracked on the edges a little during the process. I'm expecting that the live canvas laminated with Timeless will be much stronger and totally resistant to this sort of cracking and will be much easier for the owner of the piece to care for. They'll be able to wipe it off with a wet rag if it gets dusty, for example, and a few knocks shouldn't damage it either. By the way, the stretcher bar system from Breathing Colour is pretty much the same as the Harney-Muley system, so I'm not going to you know, re-show you all of that. It's all there in episode 257. Um, and apart from figuring out how long I have to wait after applying the laminate before I can stretch the canvas onto the bars, 
Um, I'm not expecting this to be a difficult process. Again, if anything comes to light when I get to this, I'll let you know. In conclusion though, you know, the process takes some practice and although there are still a few things that I need to check and some things that I'm hoping will get better or easier, right now I'm still happy that I decided to use the system. This work in progress report has been uh, certainly, you know, not all been roses, but I do intend to continue to use these Breathing Colour products. So far, my experiences with the people at Breathing Colour has been great. And if the canvases that I now have laminated stretch onto the frame without cracking, I think I'm onto a winner. Stay tuned in future weeks as I run my final checks and report back on any improvements that I make to the process, either with further practice or with the Breathing Colour team's help. So still a little bit up in the air, but I wanted to share my thoughts on the process so far, warts and all. But I do intend to stick with the system and hopefully we'll be reporting back later with some additional advice to make things a bit easier too. Thanks for listening today and thanks again to WebSpy for sponsoring the Martin Bailey Photography Podcast. Remember that you can find me on Flickr and Facebook as well as Twitter and of course my blog and the photography forums. All links are on the top page at martinbaileyphotography.com, so do drop by. I'll be back next week with another episode, but in the meantime, you just have a great week, whatever you're doing. Bye-bye. This is Dave Warner, and I'm the host of the LensFlare35.com podcast. Each week I bring you interviews with some of the top photographers using digital SLR cameras. They share some of their coolest tips and tricks, techniques and news about what they're up to. So please take a moment to visit the website or subscribe to LensFlare35 on iTunes. The Martin Bailey Photography Podcast is a proud member of the Photocast Network. Find this and other great photography podcasts at photocastnetwork.com.